0: Neuro section 1, 15 of 16, Parkinson's disease, pathophysiology. Parkinson's disease is a chronic neurodegenerative disorder of the basal ganglia. As you will learn in the spinal cord tutorial, normal muscle coordination requires a complicated feedback loop. The motor cortex sends instruction to the basal ganglia and the cerebellum. Next, the basal ganglia and the cerebellum send information back to the cortex by way of the thalamus. This feedback loop is dependent on the relative concentrations of dopamine and acetylcholine in the basal ganglia. In the patient with Parkinson's disease, the dopaminergic neurons in the basal ganglia are destroyed. This favors a relative increase in cholinergic activity. Increased acetylcholine in the basal ganglia increases GABA activity in the thalamus. Recall that GABA is an inhibitor neurotransmitter, so increased GABA suppresses the thalamus. The thalamic inhibition suppresses the cortical motor system and motor areas in the brainstem. The end result is an overactivity of the extramyramidal system. Decreased dopamine plus normal acetylcholine is equal to relative acetylcholine increase. Suppression of corticospinal motor system plus overactivity of the extrapyramidal motor system. Diagnosis. Diagnosis requires two of the four cardinal signs. Number one, resting, pale, rolling tremor. Number two, skeletal muscle rigidity. Number three, postural instability or loss of balance with altered gait. Number four, bradykinesia, very slow movement and reflexes. Secondary signs include psychosis, depression, dementia, lack of facial expression, diaphragmatic spasm, and oculogyric crisis. Patients may be unable to handle oral secretions. The greatest risk factor is old age. Other risk factors include exposure to manganese in welders as well as herbicide, pesticides, and possibly genetics. Treatment seeks to increase dopamine or decrease acetylcholine in the basal ganglia, levodopa, and carbidopa. When given together these drugs increase the concentration of dopamine in the basal ganglia levodopa is a precursor to dopamine in the circulation levodopa is metabolized to dopamine and dopamine in the blood does not penetrate the cns carbidopa is a decarboxylase inhibitor by preventing levodopa metabolism in the blood more levodopa can enter the cns cardiovascular side effects include increased inotropy tachycardia, and orthostatic hypotension. Other side effects include dyskinesia, nausea, and vomiting. Celegilin, MAO-B inhibitors, restore dopamine concentration by reducing dopamine metabolism in the CNS. Unlike non-selective MAOIs, celegilin does not increase the risk of tyramine-induced hypertensive crisis. Other treatment includes dopamine agonists anticholinergic, o methyltransferase inhibitors, amantadine hormone replacement. Anesthetic management. Patients are at risk for autonomic instability, orthostatic hypotension, arrhythmias, and aspiration. Levodopa has a half-life of 6 to 12 hours. It must be given the morning of surgery to prevent worsening of symptoms such as rigidity, which can impact ventilation for longer procedures, levodopa may be administered via an orogastric tube. Antidopaminergic drugs such as metoclopramide, butyrophenones, haloperidol and and phenothiazine promethazine may exacerbate extrapyramidal extra signs and symptoms. These drugs are contraindicated. Anticholinergics may be used to treat acute exacerbation of Parkinsonian symptoms. Diphenhydramine has an anticholinergic properties and is useful for sedation and reduction of tremor. Hypotension should be treated with intravascular volume expansion and direct-acting agents such as phenylephrine. alfentanil may cause an acute dystonic reaction due to interruption of central dopaminergic neurotransmission. Ketamine is controversial due to its effects on the SNS. There is no contraindication to succinylcholine or non-depolarizers. Monitor for post ventilator failure. Deep brain stimulation. If deep brain stimulation is planned, it may be helpful to withhold levodopa, Holding levodopa causes symptoms to worsen, which facilitates optimal electrode placement. Deep brain stimulation requires a burr hole to insert electrodes into the subthalmic nucleus, globus pallidus, and ventralis intermedius. This is done under stereotactic guidance. The patient's head is placed in a rigid frame. This can complicate airway management, avoid over-sedation, and respiratory depression. To determine optimal electrode placement, the patient must be awake, but can be lightly sedated with opiates and or dexmetomidididine. Because of the crucial role of GABA in the thalamus, GABA agonists such as propofol or benzodiazepine are avoided as they can interfere with electrophysiologic brain monitoring. The sitting position increases the risk of venous air embolism. A precordial doppler aids in diagnosis. If venous air embolism is detected, the patient should not take a deep breath, as this entrains more air. Instead, the surgeon must flood the field with saline. The patient may need to be repositioned, supine, and hemodynamic support provided as needed. To minimize the risk of intracranial hemorrhage, SBP should not exceed 140 mmHg. Seizures can be treated with a small dose of propofol, barbiturase, or benzodiazepine.